Brandon Brands. Hey guys, Dr. Mark T. Wade here from Virtual Summit Software. And if you want to build a brand that matters, you should be listening to Brands on Brands on Brands with my good friend, Brandon Berkmeyer. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change. How do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey everyone, welcome to the show, Brands on Brands on Brands. Another great week here. Excited to be talking to Dr. Mark T. Wade. If you guys don't know Mark, he helps people with a side job or side hustle, as they say, grow their online business. Are you trying to do something on the side? Are you trying to figure out how to take that side project and scale it? He has a whole community called Hustle and Scale for people just like you. And how, why did he build this? Well, he was an entrepreneur too. He was building a business himself and has built multi-million dollar businesses from the ground up. He has run brick and mortar businesses, has a personal brand business. And what I love, what we're going to talk about today is his SaaS company. SaaS is software as a service, basically a tool, an online tool you can use to get more leads for your business. It it's called the Virtual Summit Software, and it helps you throw online summits. We'll talk about what that is and why that's another great way to grow your list, just like email and lead magnets and things like that. If you need to get customers into your business, you need to know about this type of software as one of your tools. He has a podcast on it, too, that just launched a couple of weeks ago called the Virtual Summit Software Podcast. Check that out if you get a chance right when you're done listening to this and leaving a review, obviously. You're going to enjoy our conversation today, especially if you're an entrepreneur or someone trying to do a job on the side that you need to start to grow your audience for. So check it out. And if you are new to the show, don't forget to stop by brandonbrands.com and click on the button to say hello to me directly. It shoots me a Facebook message and you don't even have to think about what you're going to say first. Just type in the words, hey, it lets me know that you're listening and I'll be responsive and look to get to know you a little bit better. So appreciate that. Take that action and let's start a relationship. All right, let's get into it. Brandon Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Today we have Dr. Mark T. Wade, and we'll get into his background a little bit, but really I just want to, I'm excited to have you and I want to go ahead and talk a little bit about how I came across you because I think that some, sometimes entrepreneurs, we find connections in, in funny ways. And I was literally looking for communities of entrepreneurs to engage with and found your hustle and scale community. And when I decided to relaunch this podcast and incorporate interviews and post it in your group looking for guests, you were gracious, gracious enough to reach out, which I wasn't expecting. So first off, thank you for being such uh, so generous with your time. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Looking forward to it. I had, it's funny as I had zero context for you and your company. I literally just liked the name of your group, Hustle and Scale. But digging into it, I mean, I found out a lot about you. You have two doctorates. You went from running a brick and mortar posture correction clinic to now having an, an online multi-million dollar education business in the health space. And then you created this top rated podcast. You have a sold out mastermind for entrepreneurs. 
a SaaS company called Virtual Summit Software. I mean, you've done a lot of stuff and transitioned a bit in your business, but your content, from what I can gather, tends to be focused around this idea of list building, which basically means doing a better job of prospecting for customers, giving them a reason to join your community or give them your information, give you, you their information. Why has that been such a priority for you? Like where did list building, when did that become the aha that this is the thing I need to help people figure out? Yeah, so uh, I definitely have had a bit of a journey and it's been a fun journey at that. So a little bit unique about me, uh, I'm a postural neurologist with a couple doctorates, as you mentioned. But one of the things when I went from a brick and mortar business into the online space, like I had no clue what I was doing. They, they don't teach you that in med school. So I was trying a little bit of everything and nothing really working. I was actually listening to a podcast of a good friend of mine, uh, Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income. And he was talking about this concept of a virtual summit. And it sounded pretty cool. And I liked the idea. And I'm like, hey, I've tried everything else and nothing else is working. Let's give this a go. The only, the only problem was at that time, I didn't have any authority or influence. And it was actually a little bit more challenging for me to get some people on the summit. So in the end, I only had nine speakers. And two of them were you know, me and my partner. So we actually only had seven. So I did what most entrepreneurs do. I had to get a little resourceful. And I, I launched a one-day summit. And it actually did quite well. It, it brought in about 5,000 leads. We converted it to about $30,000 from the summit. But what it ended up creating for us was a certification or a framework for a certification that would go on to make us millions of dollars. So from there, I kind of really dug into summits and started studying engagement and lists. And it also part of my, you know, my background in, in, in the health space is psychology, like, and, and just loving and understanding and wanting to know why people do what they do just kind of took me down that path. And then, of course, from there, having created the Virtual Summit software... I started helping other people with their summits. And then, you know, that is primarily focused around, you know, generating leads and monetizing those leads. So I got to have a lot of kind of firsthand experience through, through others on how they were generating their leads and, and how that worked out and gave me a lot of kind of experience. But the one thing I always noticed, no matter what level the entrepreneur, so to answer your question, what, no matter what level the entrepreneur generating an engaged audience that you could have a conversation with and build a relationship was fundamental to any, any business. I mean, there's a lot of ways to do that. I mean, there's like people that talk just about building your email list and focusing on that. And you had happened to try this kind of summit approach and then developing your own. Why was one better than the other? Why did this seem to work so well as to maybe a more traditional like lead magnet for emails or that kind of thing? Yeah, absolutely. And, and of course, most things will work to some degree. So I'm like not completely against like lead magnets or webinars, although I don't think those are as effective as other options. I mean, the elephant in the room really is attention span. That's what we're all competing against. And in recent years, we've seen audiences, you know, your customer, your, your, your audience, attention span drop dramatically. I mean, most of us can say the same about ourselves. People want things on demand. They want it quicker. They don't, their attention is essentially one of their most valuable assets. And so we've had to be able to kind of get past that overwhelm of information and start to deliver them results in a very short or defined amount of time. But the ultimate goal is we have to build a relationship. 
So in order to build a relationship with our audience and our customers, we have to spend time with them. But therein lies the enigma. We need to spend more time with them, but they don't want to spend extra time. So we have to find a way to give them something extremely valuable and overcome, you know, by solving their problem while building that relationship. And one of the best ways of doing that is, is by actually figuring out or, or specifying, delivering information on the, the thing they're acutely searching for. So I see a lot of times entrepreneurs and, and people in general, you know, they're kind of going generic with their, either their marketing or their ads or, or their blogs or whatever. Their content in general is, is generic. Thinking if I reach out to more people, then I'll get more people. And it's actually the opposite now. People want to know you're specifically talking to them and about them for them to engage. So one of the things I like with summits is we can get them a decent amount of information, solve a problem while also building a relationship in a fine amount of time, and then taking it to even the next level, the one-day summit, essentially the one-day summit formula, allows us to do that in a single day get them the result, which is really overcoming that objective they have, which then allows us to use this as the beginning of our customer journey. I do want to dive into more about like the summit process and building it. But before that, there was definitely a point where you were to find this, this idea to try for the first time. You were obviously searching for something in your business to make it scale or to do better than it was doing before you stumbled upon Pat Flynn saying like, maybe you could take me back to what were you in the middle of at the time? Were you still running the posture clinics? Like what was, what was going on in your business and life at the time before things started to change? I had a very successful posture correction clinic, but it was very time consuming as well. So, you know, when I was getting started, just like most entrepreneurs, when you're first getting started, you're, you're usually kind of a side hustler, if you will. Um, and hustle and scale, that's actually where that name originally came from. It came from side hustlers and what I call scalers. Like people are just getting started or people who are kind of progressing through their entrepreneurial journey. But when I was getting started, I was trying to, to build an online business on the side. So essentially over lunches, in the evenings from 6 to, to, you know, to the wee hours of the morning and before work. So that, I mean, that, that didn't give me a whole lot of time. Um, but I, I fortunately did have a successful company that I had that was paying my bills in general. So it wasn't like I was fired from a job and, and have my back against the wall type of deal. Although I did, the driver for me was I wanted to help more people. And I knew I wasn't going to be able to do that by only focusing on the people inside the, you know, the four walls of my, my practice. I was doing the things like most of us, I was trying to do lead magnets. I had some checklists and things I had. I tried to do webinars, which had a you know, very low show up rate. I mean, I did what most of us are told to do. And I got the same results as most of us. I know there's people out there like webinars crush it for them, lead magnets crush it for them, but they're typically the entrepreneurs that are doing pretty well already can either afford to pay for people to test these things out or, or already have the knowledge to bring to the table, or they've been doing it long enough where they've figured out what's working. So most of us, when we first get started, we put an e like an ebook or a lead magnet out there. We get, we hear crickets, you know? And that's exactly where I was at when I was getting started before hearing that information about the virtual summits. Well, what's funny is most you know, entrepreneurs don't also take on the responsibility of marketing or figure that they, that they want to dive deep in figuring that out. You know, they might try a few things and then realize, I just need help. You seem to have a genuine curiosity about it that you, you know, 
keeping going down the road and trying things for your business. Like, where did that come from? Was it just something you were innately curious about? Marketing, branding, you know, advertising, all these topics in general are, are interesting to me. I enjoy them. I like to study them. I was constantly reading books that were out on these topics and, and learning about them. And these things are, are just generally something that I have interest in. So it, be, it, it I wouldn't even say it comes, it doesn't come naturally to me, but because I have an interest, I'm more, more interested in learning about them. Like for example, I don't like to write content. <laughs> it's not my favorite thing in the world. So I don't study copywriting, which is probably the area I should be studying. But yeah, no, when I was getting started, it was these, these are topics, I, they weren't innately or inherently in, in my you know, in my DNA, I don't come from a, a line of marketers or anything like that. It was just something that I enjoyed. And, and when did you move away from the like jumping into hustle and scale full time and stopping the it being a side hustle from when you were running the clinics? And that yeah, that's done, right? You sold that or shut that down, or yeah. So I still have multiple companies going. I'm focused 100% right now on the Virtual Summit software and my brand, which is. Hustle and scale, which is kind of the educational component to that. So, Virtual Summit software is the you know the only software in the world designed specifically for hosting a virtual summit. And Hustle and Scale allows me to be able to go out and travel around the world, do uh, podcasts like this, educating entrepreneurs on how they can implement different strategies or techniques into their business to grow their businesses. But you know, the American Posture Institute, my online business, it's still out there running and crushing it. So I still have other things, but what I had to do, which is like a lot of entre- a lot of entrepreneurs that get to my level where they have multiple businesses, is you now you know what needs to go into a business as far as for it to run. So I have a business, I grew the business, I put people inside of the business to run it, and then I'm th- I just I'm there to keep my finger on the pulse, make sure it's doing what it needs to do. Which is impressive. Is not everyone has an ability to pull themselves out of the business enough that they can focus on other things and growing in other areas and, and separating themselves from those different things. So that's, that I'm sure is a, is a whole other story in itself. But for those of, of the entrepreneurs out there that are trying to figure out this for the first time, maybe they were at where you were at when you were doing the research. I mean, what are some of the core pieces of this list building strategy or you know maybe it's the summit piece you want to talk about what are some of the core pieces of that that they're just getting started like some things that they need to understand going in i always start with summit so there's these other things that we've talked about and i just feel that if you're going if you're getting started one of the best things you can do for your business and i personally believe every business should have a summit so there's two different kinds of summits and there's the reasons why you should actually have a summit is one it immediately builds your authority and your influence. So if you're just getting started, that's one of the things you need. Two, it builds your audience. So that's another thing you need. And then three, it allows you to network and create relationships with people that are going to help support you in your business. So I say summits are the engine to conversation, collaboration, and empowerment. Conversation is we all have a message that we're trying to get out to the world whether it's our marketing message or, you know, in the health space, you're trying to help people with their health, you know, issues. We all have a message that needs to get out to the world. A summit is a way to start that conversation with this audience, allows them to hear your message and get it out. Collaboration is you're going to be able to collaborate with all of these other influencers on your summit, 
which then allows you to build a relationship with them. And many times that relationship will progress past that virtual summit and move on into other opportunities, which will ultimately help your business. And then empowerment. I personally believe most of us are doing what we're doing, not just to make the money or, you know, it's, those are the fun things we talk about, but we do it because we want to help people. Like one of my core values is to leave a legacy. I want to help others do the exact same. And I'm able to do that by helping people through virtual summits. Now, if I was in a different industry or niche, I'd probably be helping them do that in a different way. So summits allow us to do all this. Now there's two different types of summits. Well, there's technically three. There's a multi-day summit, which is typically anywhere from about three to upwards of 14 days in length. Uh, And it has anywhere from about 20 to 80 speakers. Now, keep in mind when I say this, this is all online. This is a virtual event. Most of these uh, sessions are pre-recorded. So you pre-record these sessions either in an interview or a presenter will submit a presentation and then you organize essentially like an event over a period of days. So that's a multi-day summit. It's incredible. We've seen people do anywhere from 25 to 50,000 leads upwards of some summits do hundreds of thousands of leads and even more money. Now, I would never recommend for a brand new entrepreneur to run out and try and do a multi-day summit because it is a massive event and you do need a little bit of skill or you know, knowledge and marketing and maybe probably a little bit of help. If you're just getting started, you probably don't have those resources or those knowledge available. That's why I, a lot of times in talking about the one day summit, because that's so available and possible for everybody, whether you're a beginner or already have an established business, the one day summit is extremely tactical, but also easy to use. So we highlight around essentially a single problem where a multi-day summit may be multiple problems, multiple categories. A one day summit is a single problem and it can be anywhere from five speakers to like 10 to 12 speakers. So it's relatively small and easy to put together. Most people can get these done in about 30 to 60 days. Now, what's cool with this though, is the reason you're having speakers on this is you're going to be leveraging, I call it expert leverage. You're leveraging the expertise of the people who are going to be on your summit. So one, you don't have to have all the knowledge or information. And two, you're going to also be targeting or accessing these speakers' audiences which is going to help you build your audience. It's going to build exposure, awareness, marketing, branding, all of this for you by leveraging the expertise of these other other speakers. Now, with that, that's kind of the list building aspect, but it doesn't end there. It allows you to essentially start that conversation that we're talking about and solve a problem and build a relationship. But now you have an engaged list, an engaged audience that you can continue that customer journey with, which is a a whole nother side of the conversation, but equally important. That's where we get into the monetization and then the scaling and things like that. Now, for people just getting started there, you know, essentially the idea is bringing your possible customers into a place where they can learn from leaders that you bring together, right? And that's, that's, you know, that's the value you're creating up front. Am I missing anything on that? I mean, that's... No, yeah, this, that's, that's great. And actually, I like to say a lot of times, like one of the reasons I'm so passionate about summits is there's people in the world that are suffering, they have problems and challenges, and they get the answer to those problems and challenges from the top experts in the world who they would have not had otherwise had access to on a virtual summit. So that's one of the reasons it's so powerful. I mean, we're literally changing people's lives 
by giving them access to people with the answers to the problems. Now, the first time that you, you threw one and you, you, know, you hadn't built a system for yourself, maybe uh, what was that like? Was it, did it work better than you had expected? Was it harder to do than you were expecting? It was a nightmare, Brandon. It was a nightmare, but it was still so valuable. I, I continued to do them. So the first, the first summit I ran took me probably four months of a minimum 30 hours a week. We're talking hundreds of hours of time. I didn't, you know, at that time, I didn't have the resources or, you know, the team. I did everything. So it took me about a hundred, you know, several hundred hours to build everything out. There were seven different pieces of software, 26 plugins. It still looked like a third grader built it. And then, of course, there was all kind of tech issues. Everything kept breaking and stuff like that. But like I had mentioned at the beginning, it brought in 5,000 leads and $30,000. I mean, up to that point, I'd had no proof of concept that I was, you know, I'm like, maybe I'm completely crazy. I just need to go back to the clinic. You know, from there, I eventually continued to run them and eventually had a team of people that were running them for me until finally, you know, I've been running summits for probably five or six years now. And we run still to this day, we run anywhere from two to four multi-day summits and four to eight one-day summits in all of my businesses. Back then, you know, I had an entire team and I just kept thinking like, why is it so difficult to put on a summit? You're right. Like if you're, if you're familiar in the online space, you can get a webinar up and running relatively easy with no tech skill or knowledge. So I, I, set, I slept on that for probably a year because I'm, I'm a postural neurologist, not a software person, right? And then finally, I just couldn't take it anymore. So I decided to go ahead and create. I had built a vir- the Virtual Summit software, which now honestly makes hosting a summit easier than ever before. What was hundreds of hours and, and a lot of complication now can be done in a matter of two hours or less with no tech skill, no team or anything like that. It's, it's super simple, super easy. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a, I'm sure a tool a lot of people could use. I mean, if they could save the hours and weeks worth of time just to get a, you know, ahead and have this done that much quicker, I'm sure that's a very useful tool for them. And I, what I love about it is, you know, we tell you list building, but you're, you're building a community then. You're, you know, you've now established a group of people that you've given value to that want to be a part of something and support you. How do you go in, how do you, go about nurturing that community? How do you stay relevant within the communities that you're building? Yeah. So this would be where I would say the customer journey becomes super important. And honestly, most entrepreneurs have not nailed this down. And I don't think it's... I really just think it's a lack of clarity. Nobody's out there saying, this is exactly how a customer journey should go. Or if they are, they're doing it extremely complex or confusing because they're trying to sell some kind of product or something like that. Like the customer journey is really simple and easy. It goes just like this. I, I actually break it into four M's and I'll, I'll clarify this in just one second, but it goes magnetize, monetize, maximize, and multiply. Your magnetize, that's where you're bringing your audience in. That's where I use one-day summits. You could use a multi-day summit. You could use a webinar, a lead magnet, whatever you want, but that's where you're starting the customer journey. You're, you're solving a problem, building a relationship. Now, the next step is the monetize step. This is where we qualify the buyers and we move our audience a little bit further along the relationship level. Because, And this is with a medium price product, usually like an info or digital product, but essentially just a medium price product. I've seen people do it with physical products as well. And then the next step, and, the, and right there, we're solving a single problem as well. 
except nobody else is doing it. It's just us. So on the summit, for example, we have maybe 10 experts. The next aspect is just you solving their problem. So you're continuing to build no like, and trust by solving another problem, but you're also moving them further along in the relationship because now they're actually paying you. Then the next step, the maximize, is the transformation. This is also the high ticket offer. But this is where we go when we solve all the problems. So you don't want to start off, and this is the mistake I usually see, is entrepreneurs try and start off by solving all of their audience's problems. And remember that problem that we're really trying to overcome, which is attention span. I mean, how many people, those course creators out there, I'm, I'm guilty as charged as well. We have courses out there that we've sold that people never have completed just because they don't have the time, right? So if you start them off with trying to give them this long course that solves everything, even though it's probably the best thing in the world for them, they're not going to finish it. So we have to start this, little, this journey and progress them. Now they're ready for the transformation because we've solved a single problem. We've proven to them that we can get them the results and the answers. Now we, and we've increased their motivation to actually solve it because we've gotten them a win. So now we go into the transformation. That's also the high ticket offer. And then on the back at the end of that is where we go into the multiply, which is membership. So that's our reoccurring revenue. That's a customer journey. It's really simple. Most people even have most of these pieces already in place. But the big problem, and it's not really a problem, it's actually our strengths, but it creates a problem. What we end up doing is we're usually pretty good at one of those. So we continue to do more of what we're good at. And that, content, that creates this kind of loop or cycle where we're constantly doing more because we've never built out the journey that allows us to scale it while doing less. Now, when thinking, because I want to be respectful of your time, we probably have, you know, just a few minutes towards the end here. In terms of, because this, you know, this is called Brands on Brands on Brands. And, you know, in thinking about you, how you've built your business over time and kind of this switch to being, you know, figuring out how to really tap into to building community. Do you believe that branding or selling is more important long-term or has been for your business? I think branding for sure. And, it, and it, when it comes to branding in general, I think a lot of times we, we try to overcomplicate branding. Every, everything we do in our business is essentially related to branding. So whether it's a summit, a webinar, a course, it's, it's all related back to branding. And I actually like to focus when I think of branding for me because of my, one of my either core, it's core value and a strength is also relationships. I, f I think we forget about relationships in the aspect of branding and who, how we represent ourselves, whether it's virtually or physically to those around us. Like we're, we're, we are the representation of our brand, like our brand personified, if you will. So don't forget about that. Also, when it comes to the networking aspect, when you're meeting people and in building those relationships, you're a representative of your brand. And a couple of quick hitter questions for you from some short answers. So you, you don't have to worry about kind of going too long on this. What brands are you obsessed with right now? I've always been, I'm always a fan of Apple. They, they keep me going. Um, that, that's probably the one I'm the biggest on right now. I'm also like, I'm a truck guy. So Dodge has me going like they're, they're, they're big and I'm a motorcycle guy too. So Hurley or excuse me, Harley and then my brands that I love are usually around my, my passions. And so then there's Scuba, so Scuba Pro as well. Awesome. And what brands do you trust? It's a bit of a different angle on that. Well, that's a good point. Because for example, I, I do also like Amazon, which I didn't bring that up. But like 
how far do you trust Amazon? So it, it's probably easier for me to say some of the brands I don't trust than the ones I do trust. Like Amazon's one that I like, but I don't necessarily trust, right? That's fair. And in terms of like what you're looking to in terms of success, if, you, if a customer had something to say about you as like a testimonial, what would you want them to say about you or the business that you've created? I think for me, it's kind of twofold with this. I think ultimately what I would really like to hear, it wouldn't even be about me. It would be about them. That because of either the guidance from me or from our virtual summit software or you know, from knowledge they've, they've heard, even our free stuff like on our podcast, the virtual summit podcast, is that it allowed them to get clarity or the ability to take their business to the next level. And not just even from the business. Again, for me, it's more important that they're living out kind of their legacy, which hopefully means that they're impacting people's lives. I kind of look at it like a fire starter. If I can get your legacy lit, and then you're going to go out and impact a thousand people's lives. And therefore, indirectly, I'm impacting even more people. So for those of them, people out there that want to know more about you and possibly this, this business and this idea, where can they find you and where, where are you active on social media? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Virtual Summit Software, you can just Google that or go to virtualsummits.com. I have a free podcast uh, where we go into strategies on summits and that's the Virtual Summit Podcast. And then I'm, I'm always hanging out on, on social. Like you said, Instagram, you can follow my personal Instagram. I travel quite a bit. Or you can hang out with us over in the group with Brandon as well at Hustle and Scale. Awesome. Thanks so much. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandandbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandandbrands.com.